We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Jed. Back here on Oilers Now, it's 135 in Edmonton. Ulrich in for Bob Stoffer today. Have you ever been to uh, the Coaldale Arena? ATB Financial? Has and that's where they surprised a young head coach, Colby Stone, an ATB home ice hero with five thousand dollars. Watch Colby's story and nominate your own hero at atb.com slash home ice. The Don has a fire back at me here on Twitter saying we are losing. McClellan is the coach. He has to take some heat for this soft lineup where a few guys keep mailing it in. Sure, McClellan, I guess, I think he would admit he uh, was hoping the Oilers would be closer to the playoffs at uh, this point in his uh, first season with the Oilers. You mentioned all the lineup stuff, though, Don, and how is that the coach's fault? Yes, the Oilers have uh, had a soft lineup in the past. They have tried to address that by bringing in Eric Greibel in the offseason, who is now injured. Zach Cassian was brought in. He's out with an illness. Jujar Akera was brought up from the farm. He adds a bit of that sandpaper, but I don't think he's ready yet for the NHL. In the future, yes. But you look at the lineup, and it is what it is for the most part. I know the Don is not a fan of Justin Schultz. Not a fan of guys like that. Well, that's who the Oilers have. Name, name another defenseman better than Schultz on the farm. They just called it Nikita Nikitin. Maybe he gets in a game. Glenn Denning played last game. There are some guys on the farm that may get some looks here as they move forward. But it's hard to blame McClellan. He hasn't had all the tools yet at any point this season. Any point. With Everly out, McDavid out, Nuge was out, or is out right now. He hasn't had all those uh, horses on the ice at the same time. Cleft Bond's been out for a long time. So, that's all I have to say, Don. <laughs> I think uh, the Oilers have an experienced coach in Todd McMillan, well-respected by the players around the league, and he'll be here for a long time. So, just I, I think you can question maybe the odd decision here and there. That's fine. You can question an in-game call. You were questioning the goaltending. If you think uh, McMillan should have pulled Talbot last night, that's your opinion. That's fine. But if you're going to criticize McMillan for – Dressing some of the players, how can that be his fault? And uh, I want to follow that up with another question here. Um, asking about uh, some players on the farm. Just wondering about your thoughts on who we have in Bakersfield that you think could challenge for a spot next season. I just look at that roster and uh, there isn't much that really isn't what we already have up with the Oilers, excluding uh, Bressois. That's from uh, Gerard. Well, I think Bressois, number one, will uh, be in the mix for the backup position for the Oilers next season. We'll have to wait and see what they decide to do with Nielsen here. But uh, Bressois could push Talbot next season, and that's a good thing. Uh, I think the Oilers have their number one goalie right now in Talbot for next season, and uh, Bressois could push him, so that's one. On the back end, Griffin Reinhardt, would be a guy that is likely on uh, the roster next season. Jujar Kara up front could be a guy. 
Slepyshev started the year with the Oilers. I think he's uh, a little ways away, although he made it out of count this year. He could be a guy you throw into the mix next season. Overall, not a whole lot of options down on the farm right now that is NHL ready. Which ties into what the Don is saying about uh, the lineup. There's not a lot of options. <laughs> like Once uh, the deadline comes and goes, maybe a Purcell gets moved, a Schultz gets moved perhaps, then there's some room for some of these guys on the farm to finish the year with the Oilers. And uh, the way Jujar Kerr is playing, I bet he would be the first call up for a forward on the back end. Reinhardt may finish the year with the Oilers as well. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, we're going to go around the NHL now for world floor coverings. Uh, we're joined by Mike Chambers out of the Denver Post. And uh, Mike, the Avs are in a dogfight here right now for a playoff spot. Um, currently holding down a spot. A big win over Montreal. 4-5-1 and one, though in their last 10. So some ups and downs. But there's no denying uh, that tomorrow night isn't a, a huge game for Colorado. Yeah, it is. Uh, Nashville and the Wild are coming on strong, and, and it's it's kind of interesting because all three of these teams kind of uh, flopped right after the All Star break, and now uh, all three teams are uh, are winning a lot of games uh, in succession. So uh, it's interesting. Every game right now for the Avalanche is big, uh, but all year long they've been an inconsistent bunch. So uh, in terms of their playoff chances, if they figure out how to play consistent hockey the rest of the way, they'll probably they'll probably get in. You mentioned the inconsistency. Um, I play DraftKings a lot, so I'm looking at the Avs lineups a lot because I like some of their players, a lot of their younger guys and their offensive talent. Why has there been uh, so much movement, I guess, through the lines? It seems like every night there's a, a different top six or top nine. It seems like Patrick Wall yeah. always has the blender going. Yeah, uh, there's been guys that a uh, little bit just go to Alex Tangay, for example. He's played in 40-some games. He's got three goals. Uh, it's the last year of his contract. They're, they're trying to get him going. Um, but, uh, you know, he's he's 36, and he's at the end of the line. Right now, uh, Nathan McKinnon is actually centering Tangay uh, and Jack Skilly on the right side. Um, but, yeah, the top nine has been uh, all over the map, even the top 12. Um, but uh, Patrick's just trying to get guys going. Alex Tenge and McKinnon among them right now. But, uh, you know, outside of that, uh, it's still a talented lineup uh, up, up front. But, again, Patrick Waz is trying to find a way to get them going. Let's hit on a couple of guys here. Uh, Soderberg, he has 41 points, third in team scoring. They signed him to a big deal at the start of the year, five-year deal worth $4.75 million, But so far it seems like uh, that's paying off. Oh, he's been real good. Uh, slow start, um, and he looks slow out there. He's he's not the quickest guy. But, uh, man, ever since uh, probably late November, early December, the, the guy's been really good and and, and certainly worth every uh, penny that he's making. Uh, in fact, the, the, uh, his line, he centers Blake Como and uh, Gabe Landeskog. That's been the Avalanche's basically their top line for – almost two months now. Uh, Soderbergh's, he's been a good addition. Uh, I think at the, uh, at the time of that trade and then his signing, people question not only the uh, amount but the term of his deal. But, uh, yeah, he's been real good this year. How has uh, Mikhail Grigorenko looked? Of course, he came over as part of the O'Reilly deal. Um, 
seems like he's getting uh, some time in the top six of late. Uh, how's he been? Yeah. He had the game-winning assist the other night against Montreal in final uh, three minutes of play. Uh, he's been real good. Some people question his skating. Uh, I don't question his shot or his uh, passing ability. He sees the ice extremely well. He's only 21. I think this kid's going to be a good NHL player. Uh, just quickly, Mike, uh, you know, it's been no secret that the Avs have been trying to improve their roster over the last couple of seasons. Uh, they're in the playoffs right now, trade deadline just around the corner. Do you see uh, them being active at all? Joe Sackett came out yesterday and told my colleague Terry Fry that uh, they aren't going to probably acquire a top 4D because they aren't going to be available and he's not going to give up uh, prospects for a rental player. Uh, if that's the case, then I don't think this team is going to go rounds in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think they're good enough on the blue line. So if, if, if they stand pat on that, certainly they might make the postseason, but uh, I, uh, I don't think they're good enough. Uh, you have a quick player in Nathan McKinnon. Excited to see uh, Connor McDavid tomorrow night? Yeah, no, absolutely. In fact, I'm missing a big college game at Coors Field, an outdoor game. Tomorrow between Denver and Colorado College because I really wanted to come on this trip. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm at DIA right now, about to board the airplane. So uh, really excited to see uh, McDavid and all of the other young stars up there. Well, maybe they'll be line mates, McKinnon and McDavid, at the World Cup of Hockey uh, down the road here. So thanks for taking I, some I time. I think so. Thanks for taking some time, Mike. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye. Mike Chambers from the Denver Post. The Avalanche in town tomorrow night. Uh, he was <laughs> about to catch a plane, so we had to let him go. But uh, nice of Mike to take five minutes or so to talk about the Avalanche, the Oilers' opponent tomorrow night. And uh, they made they brought in Boschman in the off season. They uh, you know they made the O'Reilly trade as well. But uh, they're a team that's tried to improve what they have, what they have of late. Um, and maybe they're in the hunt for another defenseman. Uh, Eric Johnson and, Ty- and Tyson Berry are good defensemen. Boschman has added a lot as well. The Wild, though, you look at how strong they're they're coming on right now. I think they have a couple games in hand on the Avs and are just two points back. That one might come down to the wire. And uh, the Wild were able to have a big push last season as well to get in, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, should be fun to watch. Hey, hockey fans, New West Travel and uh, Transit Holidays have teamed up to bring you a great selection of special travel packages for destination weddings, honeymoon sport packages, river cruises, golf getaways, and for the outstanding employees and salespeople in your company. New West Travel can design specific meeting and incentive reward packages to a variety of destinations around the world that will meet your budget, plus they all include parking at Edmonton International Airport Value Park. For more information, Call the friendly staff at New West Travel or go online to newwesttravel.com. 146 in Edmonton. We will take a time out. We'll come back uh, with this day in Oilers history and uh, more of your text messages on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Hey, it's 149 in Edmonton. Back here on Oilers Now, some guests on Oilers Now received gift certificates to Japanese Village. The right choice for a celebration for the census, three convenient locations to serve you, Northgate downtown and on the south side. 
We uh, go to this day in Oilers history. It's brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 36 years, offering great package tours on river cruising in Europe for 2016. Uh, Matt Panasiak, what do you have? Well, we're going back to February 19th, 1985. Glad Anderson records a hat-trick as the Oilers take it to the least by a score of 9-4 to at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. The Oilers were down 2-0 midway through the second, but would open the floodgates. Get this, Brendan, scoring seven goals in a span of eight minutes and 58 seconds to take a 7-2 lead in the game. Wow. That's, that's inc- impressive. That's incredible, yeah. Uh Believe it or not, I believe somebody on the, the overtime uh, open line show last night called in to say that Neil Yakupov sort of reminds them of uh, Glenn Anderson. Oh, I believe uh, Reed's buddy Tom. Oh, is that Tom? Yeah, that we was know Tom. He's, he's a big Yakupov fan. Huge Yakupov fan. Loves uh, Yakupov. I don't think uh, I don't think Robert Reed agreed with it, but uh, nonetheless. I'm sure uh, Tom enjoyed last night's game because Yakupov did play pretty good. Uh, this day in Oilers history was brought to you by New West Travel, who have great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips. Call the friendly staff at New West Travel. That's 432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. Uh, quick text message from Larry. Brendan, if the Oilers would be willing to give up dry settle nurse and the first, then I would hope they would uh, not only be checking with Montreal about Subban, but with L.A. about Doughty as well. Um, I know Edmonton needs a top pairing right D, but I think Shattenkirk would be a better option in the long run. Cheaper to acquire and much cheaper on the cap than Subban. Well, there's no way that uh, L.A. would move Doughty. I don't care what the package is. I highly doubt it, unless Connor McDavid was involved. There's no chance, so yeah. Subban as well it will cost a lot. I, I get what you're saying. If it, if the package is that much, maybe the others should consider somebody else. And uh, I do think Shattenkirk would be a great addition. Love Shattenkirk. Great on the power play. Um, really good at moving the puck five on five. Um, the only problem is he's a UFA for 2017-18, so you'd have him for one more year at 4.25. Then you would have to either sign him or unless he wants to become a free agent and sign somewhere else, the, uh, the the open market cost of Shattenkirk would probably be $7 million around that for a cap hit. I think he could easily get 7 if he became a free agent. So maybe you get him a little less, 6.5. Um, but Shattenkirk's a, a really good defenseman. So, yeah, would probably cost a little bit less to, than that package to get a Subban. I don't know if Shattenkirk's... Well, he's definitely not as good of a defenseman as Subban. But uh, I would settle for Shattenkirk for sure. And uh, the, the price to get him would be cheaper based on the fact that he is a UFA uh, here shortly. And uh, St. Louis may be in some cap trouble moving forward. They have Statsny locked up for $7 million. Uh, Tarasenko, 7.5. Steen's making almost $6 million. Although Berglund is a UFA in 2017. Backus a UFA this year. Uh, Brower a UFA this year as well. So they'll have to make some decisions, no doubt about that. But they'll also have to sign a Schwartz long-term. He's an RFA at the end of the year as well. So some decisions to be made in uh, St. Louis. We'll see if uh, they decide to part ways with Kevin Shattenkirk, who could maybe get a a $7 million type deal as a free agent. Uh, Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports tonight. He has uh, just texted me his uh, lineup. And uh, it's a good lineup for Inside Sports. Ed Hervey, Eskimos GM, will be on tonight. And uh, the Eskimos have been busy today. 
just uh, looking at Morley Scott's tweet right, right now. They've added national fullback Xander Robinson from the Argos and uh, internationals wide receiver slash kick returner Jacoby Ford out of Clemson and running back Joe McKnight out of USC. And uh, both those players have NFL experience. So the Eskimo is busy. And uh, they were uh, they lost a couple players yesterday. Aaron Grimes going to the NFL. That's a big loss. And Ryan Hines signed with Ottawa as well. So the Eskimos uh, making moves all over the place. And uh, Ed Hervey will fill us in uh, on all the action tonight on Inside Sports. Jay Onright uh, on as well. Friends with Reed Wilkins. You have to listen. Anytime Jay Onright's on. Jay is one of our better guests that come on the show. He's a very entertaining guest to listen to. I always enjoy when when Reed has Jay Onright on. They always have great stories to tell, uh, Brendan. Like, their stories that they tell between each other are just amazing. It's great. It's great stories, especially because they lived in both small towns, right, him and Reed. And uh, their stories are incredible. Always listen. Always listen when Jay's on. So that's tonight. And uh, Curler Mark Kennedy as well. So I'm sure Reed will be taking calls and uh, he'll be getting the same uh, sort of response as we have been today to uh, a P.K. Subban. Uh, once again, before uh, we head into the weekend here, um, just uh, one tweet generating all this buzz uh, from Louis Jean saying one source has told them that uh, the Habs are gauging the interest of P.K. Subban. Take it for what it is. Um, if Subban moves, it's likely in the offseason. Habs would be crazy to give up on that kid. Uh, it would take it would take a lot of discussion. It would be like uh, when the Bruins sort of gave up on uh, Tyler Sagan, not really gave up on him, but did you, I don't know. I watched uh, some documentary where they had all the the big wigs in one room. It was a big discussion. It wasn't just Peter Shirelli. It was a, a lot of people that came to the decision to move on from a Tyler Sagan, and that would be similar to what would have to happen in Montreal to move somebody like P.K. Subban. Don't think it happens, uh, but it's fun to speculate. So we'll see what happens here on Oilers now. It's 1.56. We head into the weekend now. Uh, Monday, Bob Stoffer will be back. We'll recap uh, the game against the Avalanche, uh, and we'll look ahead to Tuesday's game against uh, the Ottawa Senators. The Oilers wrapping up their six-game homestand. Have a great weekend. Thanks for helping out, Maddie. You're welcome. Always a pleasure working with you. Appreciate it. You're the only one that says that, so. I, I truly enjoy working with you, so <laughs> there you go. We have uh, the afternoon news up next. Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. But first, Eileen Bell has your 2 o'clock news. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.